On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I am going to walk you e-commerce store owners through e-commerce funding. For anybody who is listening to this who have scaled at all, you'll know that growth sucks cash. It just happens. And I want to walk you through all of your different options or a bunch of different options for you to get that cash that you desperately need to be able to grow properly. Really, uh, really important episode for everyone. You guys know I love talking about marketing, but this is a really important episode for every e-commerce store owner, no matter where in the life cycle you guys are, you are not going to want to miss this one. Hey guys. Before we begin, I want to talk to you about how to grow your e-commerce brand in a post-iOS 14.5 world. If you're doing over seven figures in D to C, you need to hear this. Back when Facebook ads were absolutely crushing it and driving massive amounts of revenue, setting up basic flows and sending out occasional email campaigns used to cut it, SMS marketing included. You'd see it constantly and so would we when we were looking at accounts at Mindful Marketing. Brands earning 20 to 45% of their total revenue with email marketing with maybe three to four hours of work a month and that's because they just set up some basic flows and then silence but now that the facebook algorithm has stopped spitting out such ridiculous returns where do we go retention but it requires marketers to go deeper than simple templated flows and copy and pasted campaigns which we've seen all the time it requires actually having a system that increases the ltv of your customers and then actually realizing that entire customer lifetime value in a shorter period of time and hopefully even considering a higher LTV. We're saddened to see brands do all the same things with their emails and SMS, and we're sick of auditing agency accounts who simply set up welcome flows and show off how many sales they make. Anyone can set up a welcome flow, abandoned cart flow, etc. That is the simple stuff, guys. The real key in retention marketing is digging deep into your market, copy, offer, your creative, and then pairing that with a strategy that turns one-time buyers into two-time buyers, into three-time buyers, and on and on, just like we've seen at our brands. So if you want to find out exactly how deep our retention marketing strategy goes, book a quick wins call with our team and we will show you exactly how we drive more repeat sales for our clients and hopefully how you can too. Go to mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins. That's mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins, all one word. Now on to today's episode. If you're an e-commerce shop owner looking to scale, you've noticed that managing communication on multiple social channels is such a pain. And more than likely, you're finding that chats with customers can often get lost in the shuffle of a busy day. Well, with Smart Inbox, you can skip the chaos of customer communication, get all of your incoming chat, email, Facebook, and other messages in a single app that is automatically organized for you so that you can faster respond to your conversations from around the web. If everything else is equal, the best customer support wins, but managing conversations is not easy. The Smart Inbox team has found that 83% of business owners, even probably some of you that are listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling, are regularly missing out on key conversations that can easily be converted into upsells, repeat purchases, or better resolutions just by simply responding. With Smart Inbox by user.com, get all of your conversations in a single smart inbox. Make a smoother shared experience for your team and your customers, save time, eliminate missed messages, and own all your key customer details automatically in one place. Level up your customer communication and get started for free with Smart Inbox by visiting smartinbox.user.com dot com slash 
Secrets. Let's try that one more time. That's smartinbox.user.com slash secrets. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. And along with scaling comes something that we do not love to talk about as uh, e-commerce founders and CEOs and all of that, Um, but it's something that's incredibly, incredibly important. I would say almost just as important as uh, product and marketing and your team is cash. It's very interesting as you grow how cash becomes a huge huge issue. Something that I talked about in the intro and something that I want to reiterate is that growth sucks cash. It just happens. And so what do we do? So what I want to do, first of all, is I want to talk about a couple of ways that you guys can shorten your cash cycle, right? There are cycles of cash. And I want to talk about a couple of ways that we can shorten those cash cycles. And then uh, number two, I want to talk about a bunch of different funding options and hopefully you'll get your brain thinking about those. So number one, how do we shorten that cash cycle? Well, there's a couple of different ways, right? We can stretch out our payments, uh, which is something I highly recommend you guys doing. So number one, you're going to go to your vendor, right? Whatever vendor it is, let's say that it's your I'll use apparel because it's such an easy one. You'll go to your manufacturer, your fabric manufacturer, and you'll say, hey, could we get longer terms? I'm not trying to negotiate the price now. Now, now you could try to negotiate the price, absolutely. But can we get better terms with you guys? Right now, you know, we're having to pay, you know, let's just say, you know, 30% deposit and then 70% when it's done. And then it goes, you know, on a boat and it comes all the way over. And, you know, by that time, we're paying for something that we're probably not even receiving for about 60 days, which is just insane. And then from there, you have to take it and you have to manufacture it. So your cash cycle in this case is just horrific, right? So can you get better terms with your supplier? If you are spending a decent amount of money with them, absolutely. Terms is the very first place, in my opinion, to go and look and talk with them. There are certain companies that will help you out negotiating these terms with your suppliers. So that's one way. If you have a good relationship with your suppliers, this is why relationships matter so much, right? Because I truly believe in win-win in these scenarios. And so for you guys, the win is helping to shorten that cash cycle, right? The win for them is that you continue to work with them uh, and continue to purchase from them at the price that they uh, have already set. Um, So to me, that's one of the first places that you can go. Now, how else do we do we shorten this cash cycle? Well, we get paid faster. So if you have wholesalers, which I'm assuming a lot of you guys do, there's a lot of big brands that listen to this podcast. If you guys have wholesalers, it's so this is so difficult and you cannot do this with the big guys, you know, REI and Nordstrom and those ones. You you cannot dictate your terms, but if you guys are working with boutiques, I highly recommend that you dictate your terms with them. So one way to do that is to let them know, "Hey, we're doing all cash on demand now." Sometimes you would prefer to have more cash in the bank than profit. And I know that that's sort of difficult to wrap your head around, but you can be profitable with no cash. That happens to a lot of businesses and especially businesses uh, with long cash cycles, right? So you may have to give up a few wholesalers and say, hey, I'm so sorry that I cannot do terms for you guys. Or you could potentially send them over to a company like FAIR, love the guys over at FAIR, and they will do terms, they'll do 60-day terms for you. So you do get paid in 30 days from FAIR, but they will take 60-day terms for you and they'll deal with all the payments and all that kind of stuff. So that's a really interesting way that you can go about it. Those 
are a couple ways to shorten the cash cycle. Guys, there's so many different ways. Um, I, I almost should have done an entire episode on ways to really shorten that cash cycle. But what I want to talk about now is some of the different funding options that you have out there. So let's talk about some more traditional sort of funding options. So number one, you can go to your bank. Um, the issue with going to your bank is that you are most likely going to have to be personally liable for whatever short-term loan that you have. Now, in my opinion, the best kind of funding the best is a line of credit, right? A revolving line of credit, one that you can go in of, into and out of. On top of that, another great funding mechanism is a long-term loan to cover your inventory. So let's say that, you know, on hand, you're generally, you know, have about a million dollars of inventory. Now this is inventory cost, not inventory value, right? So this is what the inventory actually costs you to produce it. Let's say that you've got a million dollars, getting a loan from the bank for a million dollars, say over five or six years is a really wise thing to be able to do to help you through those cash cycles. Uh, and that's something that's going to spread your cash out. So number one, I would say a line of credit if possible to get a business line of credit. Number two, get that inventory loan. Uh, now let's get into some other funding options that are out there. And these are some of the ones that have popped up a lot. We've talked about a few of these before, but there's guys out there like ClearBank and Wayflyer and the list goes on and on and on. Now these are revenue based financing options. Um, these are really, really great if you are fairly new and you do not have an extensive credit history. They're also awesome if you do not want to uh, actually go on the loan and be personally liable for it. And I highly suggest that you guys try and find funding options where you're not personally liable. You know, for the most part, your business is going to continue to grow, but you do not want to be left holding the bag personally liable if something goes absolutely wrong in the market and, you know, you end up losing your house or something like that. Really recommend not not becoming personally liable for all funding that you do through your business. And I understand at the beginning, that is sort of the way that you want to go. But I really recommend maybe spending a little bit more on your financing and not being personally liable. So that's that's just a little recommendation from me in the way that I like to do things. Generally, I'll have a little bit of both, right? I'll have a line of credit to make sure that I can get through that. Now, just going backwards for a second, how do you know when you're going to need cash? Well, that's when you need to start working with somebody to do your forecasting. So that can be an internal accountant. That can be an external accountant. It needs to be somebody who knows how to forecast your cash needs, right? And that's incredibly important. So it's not just forecasting what your profit's going to be. I'm sure a lot of you are very profitable, but it's forecasting your actual cash needs. There's some other mechanisms out there too. Great new company called Settle. We use Settle at one of our businesses. And what Settle does is they'll actually pay some of your, they'll stretch out your terms for you. And so you're paying a bit of a premium for them to do that. But essentially, you know, you can make that net 30 invoice to your supplier more like a net, you know, 120 because they'll help you stretch that out. And that really helps with your cash cycles. Again, I'd rather have more cash than I would profit. It's just way more valuable to have that cash in the bank. That's how you can do a lot of things. And that's how you can uh, really grow. Now, there's some other options out there too. Let's talk about this option and that is equity. So this is giving up equity in your company for cash to be able to grow. This is the most expensive type of financing that you will ever do. Just remember that this is the most expensive, right? Equity seems like a good idea. And I think that there are times when it is a really good idea. So let's get into crowdfunding for 
a second. Crowdfunding has been really big since I believe it was 2015, 2016, somewhere in there when they opened up these Reg CF crowdfund type of investments. And so one thing with this is that generally you can have a bit more of a generous valuation. You can also get all of your super fans, all your VIPs to try to come in on the investment, right? So say you're going to sell 10% of your company for a million dollars, right? If you get some of your VIPs, you know, to come in and invest, they are then going to be even bigger brand advocates for you, right? So that's a, a really, really great option. And that's, but again, that's diluting your ownership. So it really depends. Do you need the money now? Or are you willing to have a little bit of pain right now for a lot of gain later? Because giving up 10% of your company could be massive if you're looking at, you know, say like a $20 million exit down the road, you know, that would have been worth $2 million to you. But what is that money worth to you today? day comparatively to later, right? That's the calculation that you have to make in your head. Again, finding a really good CFO to help you make those calculations, I think is very important. There's some great outsourced CFOs. I will also try to have one on the podcast at some point. One of my business partners is also an outsourced CFO, and he's just absolutely phenomenal when it comes to this stuff. So those are a few options. A second is getting uh, VC money. So venture capital money, venture capital and e-commerce are an interesting combination. So remember venture capital, they're really looking for absolutely massive returns, right? They want that dollar to go in and they want to get $100 out of it at the end or, and they have terms that aren't always awesome. So I would watch out for VC funds. Again, I'm going to try and have an e-commerce VC funder on here at some point. And I think that would be a really great conversation to have. Another option is private equity. So private equity, a lot of times actually just wants to buy the whole company or they want to come in and give a lot of money right? So they want to buy 51% of the company or 53% of the company, for instance. But again, you're going to have massive strings attached uh, when it comes to them. So lots of different options. Guys, I barely even scratched the surface, but I like these episodes to be nice and quick. I hope that this gave you guys some really, really good ideas. If you guys ever want to reach out and chat with me, I love doing consulting when it comes to this kind of stuff as well. So reach out to me on LinkedIn. Jordan West Marketer is what you uh, would search. And uh, yeah, I'd love to love to connect with you guys on this one. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week and that this was really helpful. If I could ask you guys one favor, it would be to go and leave a review for us on Spotify. We have tons of uh, iTunes reviews, but we would love some good, good reviews on Spotify. So thank you guys again so much. I really appreciate everyone who listens to this. Our listenership just continues to go up and up. So second favor, oh my, I'm asking for another favor, is share this with your e-commerce founder friends. That would go a long ways to helping us continue uh, to grow the podcast and uh, bringing you uh, hopefully incredible content. Until next time. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.